It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Saturday Session Cricket Update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Indeed, welcome into our Rosine Talking Cricket segment, lovingly, affectionately known as Swinging Both Ways, where Elliot bowls like Michael Holding and I play like Brian Close. <laughs> uh, great to have your company. It is uh, 13 minutes after 11 o'clock. We will talk the moral ashes uh, in just a moment, you know, because it's, it's a morality play, the ashes. Uh, but some uh, news that you intimated at um, a little bit earlier, Grant, Um yeah, the T20 World Cup of 2024, that's next year, is scheduled to be played from June 4th through to the 30th in the Caribbean and the United States of America across 10 venues, according to this uh, Crick Info report. Uh, cities in the United States under consideration, Florida, Morrisville, have no idea where that is, Dallas, New York, among shortlisted venues that will be inspected by the ICC, with the USA set to co-host the tournament with uh, the uh, Caribbean. Uh, Morrisville and Dallas are currently hosting the inaugural edition of Major League Cricket in the United States. The grounds in Dallas, Grand Prairie Stadium, Morrisville, Church Street Park, uh, New York, uh, Van Corlant Park in the Bronx. Cricket in the Bronx! Yeah! Um, are yet to get uh, international venue status, which is mandatory as per the, uh, uh, per the ICC rules. Hey, staying on the theme of the T20 World Cup next year, the Men's World Cup, Grant, how's this? Papua New Guinea have qualified after beating the Philippines by 100 runs in Port Moresby to guarantee a first-place finish in the East Asia-Pacific qualifier. Uh, PNG won five, all five of their matches so far, and will end the tournament uh, with a match against Japan on Saturday. Um, Japan second um, on the four-team table with six points from their first uh, four games. Uh, brilliant. The T20 World Cup schedule will be hosted, as we say, uh, Caribbean, United States. is set to be a 20-team tournament. So the one-day World Cup has been sort of ring-fenced for... It won't elites. be nine days. Um, it won't be nine I'm days. You now. Uh, the teams will be divided into four pools of five each for the first round with the top two teams from each... Our group qualifying for the Super 8. The Super 8 teams will be split into two groups of four each with the top two in each uh, group reaching the semi-final. So 12 teams have already qualified for the T20 uh, World Cup. But Papua New Guinea, how cool is that? Yeah, it's really cool. I think that, you know, extending the game and growing the game globally is something that the ICC, I reckon, are making an effort with. Um, the only problem is it's just the the top tiers, the test cricket and how that's all going to fit into things. I guess you're going to have these world tournaments, you know, sprayed in amongst the franchise cricket. So franchise cricket will probably become, you know, the main sort of yep. event with these, you know, four-year events, T20 and one-day World Cups and maybe test championship every now and then. But, but you've got to invest in them. You've got to give them a chance. Yeah. Let, let's take Argentina, who unfortunately now hold New Zealand's record of most... Uh, games without a win at a FIFA Women's World Cup. Mm. They lost their first ever game, I think, 11-0. 11-0 yeah. um, when they first appeared at the tournament. And now, you know, a generation on, um, the number three ranked side, Sweden, took a 90-minute goal to beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I mean, there are teams out there. I mean, you look at Afghanistan. I mean, you know, incredible wow, amazing the, the talent that you see coming out of them. So T20 cricket, actually, it does uh, make the gap a little bit closer between those teams that are amazing and those teams that, you know, are, are I guess, they can't sustain long periods of play and put pressure on their opposition. Mm -hmm. And someone that did that well was my good friend Christian Sizen on the dance floor in Holland. Uh, we had him on the show two weeks ago. Yeah, he was he was our, our pro Australian brigade. We had the pro English brigade. Pro. We're very fair and balanced on this program as we move on to the morality play that is the Ashes. Yeah, and you're going to hear more, it in his accent. It's more than just sport, isn't it? It's life. Uh, it's it's a, life. The Ashes is a great analogy for life. And uh, we've got Christian on the line. He's Welcome back. back to the show, my friend, Saizo. Good morning. The human Good morning, bench press. Good morning, gents. How are we? And uh, quite ashes, hey? We've retained the ashes. Fantastic effort by the boards. We don't care about this test. We don't You've care lost about this the morality ashes, though. Hang on. You've hang lost the ashes. Hang on. Hang on a second, Daniel and Christian. Just one second. Did you not listen to Mike Atherton before the test match? Mike Atherton said all the Australians are saying there's nothing to play for. And he actually, nothing. he threw that right back in the face of all the Australians and said it's an embarrassment if they actually draw this to all. So there's everything to play for. Because, yes, you retain the Ashes, but it's a drawn series. We've got the Ashes, mate. That, that's all we care about. We retain it. The boys will have a yearn and probably have a few tinnies like David Boone did many years ago, 30 in that trip. But, um, but before Are we you... talk a bit of Ashes, yeah. cricket, can we just rewind a little bit? You were here with the viewers there, with me playing with Grant back in the early 2000s. And I can tell you what, uh, Grant loved going out to this nightclub called Crazy Pianos in Schaveninger in Holland. Remember that place, oh, Grant? Great place. Yeah. Great it was place. Great, great place. Yeah, yeah. Live music, size. Grant, I remember it well. Great music. And Grant's footwork was terrible. Uh, his, his dance moves were terrible. When I, when I played cricket against him, he's, uh, he wasn't good with the spinners. And I saw my guys at the time. I was coaching an expat team for Keatonton, if they're listening to the boys. And um, I thought, what's better way? How can we fix the footwork up? So I looked into things and we, I said to my guys, I said, we're going to be doing ballroom dancing. It's on a Monday night and it's 12 sessions on a Monday night from 7 till 9. Mention it to Grant, he's like, oh, jeez, oh, mate, seriously, Grant, your footwork's terrible, our footwork's terrible. The wives got onto it. The guys were like, no, no chance we're doing this. Like, lots of them are English expat players. And you know what? I had Grant Elliott there with the lovely uh, Melissa, who's now married to now, the lovely kids. And there was Grant for 12 sessions on a Monday doing the salsa, the cha-cha, the English waltz. And I tell you what, it was <laughs> This a, is magnificent. He was a, he I did was, not know this. Oh, Oh, he was as stiff as a surfboard. You could have, you should have seen him. He didn't know what to do. He didn't. But Size I tell you what, that treatment. <laughs> yep. I don't know if you remember, but uh, it was a husband and wife that used to teach it. And the wife of yeah. them always used to take me because I think I was the worst example in the class. Mate, made everyone feel good about themselves. But yeah, it was, it was good fun. And after that, you know, Grant's footwork to all the spinners and cricket. Um, he obviously made a lot of runs after that, but it was good fun getting the boys out of their comfort zone, and um, and then and yeah, we ended up winning that championship too in 2005 for Kevinson. So it was a brilliant season. Lead me, Grant. Lead me. Show me some of your dance moves. I, I, I on, can't remember. Up. It was just not a mere, not a mere. Say can't say to the wall. Not a mirror. Not a mirror. Not a mirror. To the wall. hopeless. Towards the wall. But, uh, <laughs> to the wall. Link the foot. Link, 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 and wreck. But anyway, hey, um, yeah, Grant, 
That was 2005, and I think uh, I actually got an invite to your wedding, and you, you were doing the salsa at your wedding at Shaveninger on the, one of the beach huts there. Remember that? Well, there you go, Saiza. I mean, listen, you have played a huge part in my career. We know this. You don't have to qualify that every time we phone you, but you've well, deflected like massively. What's, what's happening in the, the, the moral ashes here? You know, who's winning the moral uh, look, ashes? Everyone says that Pat Cummins should resign as captain, and here you are saying, you know, we've retained the ashes. Everything's going swimmingly well. Yeah, look, we uh, all here in Australia, look, it's great. It's great that it would have been good if it went to 2-2 to make it a bit more interesting for Test cricket. But I tell you yeah. what, uh, we've retained it. And you know what? It's, it's going back to how it was. We don't, we don't win dead rubbers. We don't really care. We, as long as we retain the, <laughs> the dead rubbers. England, it's going back to the Atherton days. They can have the dead rubbers. So, so we're just happy and proud that we've got the urn coming back on the plane soon. Well, I, it's not, I know it's the Razine Cricket Hour, and you've played a big part in it today. But there's a big Thank rugby you, game at the G today, isn't there? Yeah. 85,000 yeah, Australia... New Zealand, yeah, what's happening there? Too. Tell us. Yeah, no, you guys, easy by 20, 20 points, easy. We haven't got the team. Oh, wow. Enough. Okay. Um, it's very un-Australian for you to say something like that. Yeah, wait, mate, you've just got to, you know, you've just got to look at it and go, right, right, um, who's the better team? And, yep, the, the, the New Zealand boys are, are much, much better than us. Much better, mate. But it's, I'll tell you what, I was so out so in Melbourne gotta... last night. I went to the... Yeah. I went to the Melbourne oh, Storm the game background. last night at Marble Stadium. Oh, it's a dog. It's the Jack Russell dog. JJ. That doesn't sound like out, a mate. dog, mate. It sounds like an angry rat. <laughs> but yeah, I was out last. <laughs> I was out last night at, uh, at the Melbourne Storm game, which was brilliant. And just on finishing, um, Grant, I'm coaching at the Moorabbin Cricket Club, mate. This season, it's a uh, hundred years, um, and uh, I love Brad Hodge uh, played there in his early days. Me, myself as well with Chris Street, Streety, a legend cricketer here in Victoria, and we'd like to get you over to play a game for us. Daniel, what do you think? We can try to get him over throughout the season and the summer to get him over to play a game for us? Uh, work on I tell, I tell you what, Sizo, I think you need to stay tuned to this radio station um, in about get on, 15 get minutes. We, we've got an enormous announcement to make. We've got a huge announcement to, to make, Sizo, and I, I, I think... I think it might be quite uh, interesting news to what you've just uh, brought up there. But uh, wow. yeah, overall, what, 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 overall, you know, in a sentence or two, how have you retained the Ashes? When you look back, what has been the difference, the keys for Australia to hold on to the urn? I think, I think we've, we've, we've played test cricket. We haven't we've stuck to our guns and played test cricket. We haven't played whatever ball they're playing. Stuck to our guns and we weren't reckless. We, you know, when we had to have long partnerships, we had to, you know, might have to do a tough ten. We had to do a tough ten. Where I think England, they were reckless early on, reckless two 0 and that they're just chasing their tail now. Let's be honest. And yeah, we were lucky with the with the washout, of course. But how many times have England prayed for rain over the over the Ashes series in the past? So we prayed for rain. We got rain, and here we are now retaining the Ashes. So you know, reckless cricket. You know, Test cricket, Test cricket. It tests you mentally and physically. Stick to that, England, and maybe put a bit of a splash of uh, bas ball in now and then. But uh, we played test cricket, and we played, and we won. So well, we won. We retained the Ashes. So you're beauty, Aussies. Well, there you go. Great summation from our friend across the ditch, Christian Sizen. And stay tuned because, Sizo, it might just happen that I, I yep. might have to come over there for a little pre-season game with Hodgie, a good Wellington would, would Firebird, good. mate. Yep. And good, uh, we really... 
We appreciate your time, mate, and great to see an Australian's perspective on the, the whole Ashes. Love having you on the show. Have a great weekend. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Good on you guys. Well done. Thank you very much. Uh, this is our Razine Talking Cricket segment, swinging both ways, as we like to call it. Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Uh, let's get a little bit serious on here. Mm. The, the moral ashes. I, I think this has all been sort of brought out. I think it was Harry Brock who said, you know, you know morally we, we won that test. I, I'm sorry, Harry. Um, you know, weather is a factor in test cricket. Time is a factor in test cricket. Um, and, and Australia fought hard when they looked like in a little bit of trouble, didn't they, in that third innings? And, you know, saw it out. They retained the Ashes, the, the reality Ashes. I just I just couldn't help but laugh at English um, cricket fans who won a World Cup on a boundary <laughs> countback. Like, seriously. Let's not bring that up. No, seriously. I, 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 I didn't hear um, many English people say, oh, you won the, the moral World Cup. Yeah. New Zealand, you won the moral World Cup. Yeah. So, well, yeah, there's I, been a, there's they been. got in a hole because they were outplayed by a better team in the first two tests. Mm. Uh, there's been a lot of narrative about, um, and uh, I guess it's derogatory saying that. And, and England are really English. good for test cricket. Don't get me wrong. Why they play? It's great entertainment. You know, and I'm you know so thankful for what they've done. It's been fa- it's been awesome viewing. Mm. Mike Tyson was entertaining, mm. but you know it was a risky game. And I think that that's the thing, is when the risk goes up in sport, more mistakes happen, which is why, and I actually think Christian size and actually the summation of it was probably quite good, is that, you know, it, we've just played proper test cricket during periods, and he said there's a time and place for that, you know, uh, the baseball side of things. And Chris Wokes said it before the test uh, yesterday. Mike Atherton was grilling him, and he, he asked him about, you know, are you happy with the way and the brand that you guys are playing? And Chris Woke said, yeah, we're probably just, start, uh, you know, still learning about when we need to, you know, be more aggressive and when we need to, you know, just um, taper it down a bit. And it is. It's, a, you know, being aggressive can be leaving a ball aggressively. Minus Labuschagne got uh, nine or eight of 82 deliveries. Mm. But that would have been... Required at the time, a huge, a huge benefit to the Australian team. But would an English player be able to stay there for 82 deliveries and score under 10? I don't know. Maybe they'd give their wicket away, but maybe they'd get 40. I think that that you know their risk that they're playing with. Um, it'll take time to to find that balance. And you've got to say, for cricket, it's been great this Test series. It has. It's just such a shame the weather uh, had a part to play, but. You know, it this, is what it this is. New, new, this neutral was desperate for a fifth test. Yeah. It Everyone. would have been spectacular. Yeah. It would have been spectacular. And, and England well and truly were on top in test match number four. Mm. But, you know, you can't discount what happened on day one yeah. of the first test. Um, Declaration. We, 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 we were jumping up and down uh, on this very show, you know, mere hours after that it actually happened. And, and let's face facts. Um and this is a credit to England because they've subdued him, but they failed to win an Ashes when Steve Smith has averaged 35 with the bat. Mm. That's not going to happen very often. No. Well, you don't think Steve Smith's going to come back to Australia and absolutely fill his boots in the next series? Yeah, but is it because they've actually found a way to bowl to him? Yeah, and, also, that's, why, and that's why I say credit to England. That's yeah. what I am saying. I, I think they have bowled well to him. Yeah, it hasn't been the fact that he's been out of form or anything. It's They've actually got plans to players. 
they've got educated way of trying to bolt certain players. I mean, we, it's no secret that you analyze players heavily, but the fields that they've um, you know constructed to certain players, there's there's a definite plan, and you can see that with Labuschagne, another player who dominates in Australian soil, but it's going through a bit of a rough patch. Wood absolutely dominated him last night. Jeez, he was bowling. I tuned in and saw his first couple of overs. He was bowling rockets. You would have mm. been wincing, Daniel. Yeah. You watched that? Our mate on ECN, who we commentated the Chapel Hadley with, Chuck Berry, Darren Berry, yeah, oh yeah. Victorian skipper. Uh, he's copped a bit of heat, didn't he? He had a tweet out um, saying, here is my uh, take. Pat Cummins is a magnificent cricketer, no doubt, but rem- remember this message. He will resign from the captaincy after the Ashes series. The question is, do they go back to Smudge or move forward to Hedel Marsh? And from that, he's saying, he's just predicting he will resign. You know, people were su- suggesting Chuck is calling for his head. He's not calling for his head, saying he, he must resign. But that the, the difference of leadership, the strategy. Um, I didn't hear m- many complaints when Australia were up 2-0 with Pat Cummins as captain. Um so, how do you judge that? How do you judge the leadership of the two sides? Yeah, it's Sto- ju- Stokes looks the type of leader I'd like to play under. Stokes, what he does do is he sticks to his guns. Yeah. You know, the press question him and he just sticks to his guns. And he's, you know, I think they were questioning him in the last test and saying he should have declared earlier because of the weather. They said that there was going to be inclement weather for two days and everyone knew that. But you never really know with the weather. And he just said, nah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made any, 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 or wouldn't have changed my decision. And um, yeah, it's funny that they like, qu- like they stuck with Crawley, for example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I they think paid that, off massively in that fourteen. And they brought in Wokes. They brought in Wood at the right time. They brought in Mo Ali. They brought him back from you know retirement. So they made some massive moves, England, um, and brave, bold moves. And that that's their team. They're brave and they're bold. Uh, whereas I think maybe they're comparing Cummins to Stokes, and Stokes is quite innovative, and he's aggressive as a captain, always looking for wickets. It's like you know Brendan McCullum used to do. Carl Mills would go to the, his run-up and look up, and he'd have four slips in a one day. And he'd go, what's going on? Baz, get them all out. But um, he, he's aggressive. He wants to take wickets, and he wants his players to be like that, and that's obviously the mantra between him and Stokes. So when you compare the two captains, Maybe Pat Cummins a little bit more generic, whereas uh, Ben Stokes a little bit more innovative. Uh, that was Talking Cricket, swinging both ways. Uh, thanks to Razine for another week. Time to paint. Get a quality finish with Razine Paints, decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. Stay tuned. You need to listen to this. We've got a massive announcement up after this break. Stay with us, half past 11.